This is Her Majesty. In September 26th, I went to the Highlight Concepts fashion show, right? At the Sheridan Hotel in downtown Raleigh. One of our DJs was walking in the show, and I was able to go and interview the organizer of the event, Jorge Miranda, the designer of some of the clothes we saw, Vinny Tadeo, and the entertainment of the night, DMLA. When I showed up to it, it was a party, with a red carpet, a backdrop for photos, and a live singer and saxophone player, a bar, and booster information about sponsors. The sponsors of the fashion show were everything from real estate to insurance to cosmetic dentistry to a chicken restaurant. As I got to my seat, I saw the about 20-foot-long runway with chairs on all three sides, about 200 overall, and a giant LED screen which overshadowed the whole room. Soon after getting seated, the MC's voice came over, announcing that they would be starting soon, along with a slideshow on the LED screen of all the models we were going to see. First, we were treated to designs by Frida, which was a collection of black jackets, shirts, and pants topped with large necklaces that contrasted well with the outfits, along with sort of cloaks and then just rather long draping blazers that weren't quite trench coats. Then we got our first performance from Dia. It was passionate and the crowd could tell she was enjoying herself and in her element while sporting a neon and green bodysuit, a neon pink and green bodysuit with a black veil attached at the waist. Then we got to some of the men's fashion, an avant-garde take on both gender expectations of wedding garb and determining the balance between high fashion and tradition. Some wore top hats, and some wore just black pants and shirts with a veil and a flower crown, and some wore just pants and a veil. The next round of outfits was more out there, ranging from giant paper wings and a loincloth to what looked like Anakin Skywalker's Jedi robes from Revenge of the Sith. Then there was a round of outfits all made out of recycled components like tissue paper and trash bags, all in dresses or pants or all sorts of wear. We knew the show with some incredible dresses and accompanying headwear and great makeup, which deeply contrasted with the bright and bold colors the model were sporting, with green and red and almost white sort of wedding dresses looking. That's where we went. And then the show was over after another performance from Dia, and then I got to talk with the people behind it. First, I talked to Vinny Tadeo, a fashion designer originally from the Philippines who had his designs displayed all over the world but he has chosen to make North Carolina and Charlotte his home and ground zero for his passions in the fashion industry. So, Vinny, what, what inspired you and really where do these, where a lot of these ideas come from? Are you, are you like actively sketching and trying to make new designs or are you just kind of out in the world and you think, oh, like you see something and you are like, oh, that would be, that would make something beautiful to wear or how do you, what brings a lot of your inspiration to you? My, my inspiration is from on the woods or in the forest, and I look around the colors and the trees and everything like that, and then I will look to the people, the personality and everything like that, and that's, that colors will go for him and go get color for him like that. And that's why I got my inspiration. Okay, so do you work like really personally with a lot of the models that uh, wear your clothes? Yes, I do. I do a lot of photo shoot, and they will borrow my, my uh, clothes, or they um, rented it and everything like that. And so that's where I make some money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that was the, the, my, kind of my next question is, where does, how does the kind of throughput with that happen? So how do you kind of get your designs from sort of like sketch pad to runway to like for someone out in the public wearing it? My sketch is I'm, if, I'm a, if I'm alone and then I just look when I came from, you know, like a, I'll go to the park or go to the stores or whatever, when I looked at the person that uh, I go like that or whatever, 
I said, I think that's what I like in Prussian, but I'm going to change the design. Yeah. And, and, and start drawing it and everything, sketching it and drawing it and everything, and start putting the colors. Um, how, how did you, what made, what made Charlotte and North Carolina kind of the right place for you to settle after moving around so much? Well, because uh, we have the property, so that's why I'm based in Charlotte right now, but I travel a lot, like every year, every year. Okay. And so, and then because of the fashion show, we just go from uh, state by state, whoever invited me. And for help the uh, students or the young models for their uh, for the intern. Okay. Um, as as an immigrant to the United States, do you draw a lot of your inspiration for design? Do you draw any of that from your heritage back in the Philippines? Mostly, in my heritage or some uh, like my my favorite one is the tribes designs. The tribes. Yeah. Okay. Because of the colors of the style that you never see in the stores. That's why my uh, yeah, yeah like it's not something you can find in a store. Something that only like the people are making yeah. more than it is any commercialized entity. My work is I don't want to commercialize, and I just want to show my work to the fashion show or the runway. Okay. And I don't want to advertise it and everything because it's my own. Yeah, it makes sense. It's it's more personal than it is just. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm proud for that for my work, like my model, young young hunter. And that's what gave me my, my inspiration. When I, when I met him, he had the good personality and vibes to me. So, okay, you can be my model. I can photo shoot you and meet my clothes and everything like that. Yeah. How did you kind of channel the energy? What kind of brought the specific energy of tonight into fruition? Where were you looking a lot of with the designs we saw today? Today is very stressing because <laughs> <laughs> we have to be in the second level of high fashion. Mm -hmm. It's just like we are doing it in Paris, it, it, Italy, Italy, Philippines, Asia, or whatever like that. Not in United States. United States is very, very slow for fashion. Uh -huh. My design right now is already, it's already here last year. Yeah. I mean, what I mean? It's already there in Asia last year, and I'm yeah. just showing it in here. Okay. Yeah. Because we are behind the fashion, fashion here in the United States. Jorge Miranda is the executive director of Highlight Concepts Image Consulting Services and Photography Studio. He began as a model and actor in his home country of Colombia and has years of experience in fashion, event production, event planning, and photography. He is now based in Raleigh with Highlight Concepts, working on making North Carolina into a place for fashion. What kind of, do you do any of your um, designs yourself as well? Or do you like just organizing events? We are organizing it. We are not doing clothes design. That, that is part of my background. My background is I was a model for too many, many years, and then I was director for the International Model Agency. So I know exactly what the model wants or what the model needs. So that's the reason that my, my communication with them is easy because I know exactly what they want. They want to be famous, but they don't know how or they don't, they don't have the key. So I give it to them the key and they can use it in different doors. So it's, it's like to them. Okay, so you do a lot of connecting models with the designers. Well, we are not connecting models with the designer. To be honest, they connect by sale because if they present in a good way, everybody could just 
contract day or contact day, especially in this uh, media time that everybody has Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. So, it, it, example, now, right now, is Kure next to us. So, if Kure is doing something good and he posted, everybody will be looking for him. That's, a, that's a our goal. Our goal is they shine by itself. No, 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 expect, no, they don't have to expect that somebody pushing them. No, they, they, they need to go and fly by itself. Um, what, was, what is the process of creating a fashion show like? Oh, that's a, that's a big question. Uh, I, want to tell the, I want to tell you that this fashion show is specific. This fashion show was six months just preparing the fashion show. First, we have to make plan what is the fashion show or what kind of fashion show we wanted. And then we start doing with the casting. Then we start doing the training. And this specific with my company, we're training them. We are no use looking for them. Okay, you go do, to the wrong way and you own a style. We're giving the, the, the key to be success and then they can use it. They are, it's the pain of them. If they want to use whatever we offer them or they can use it or they can use forget it but i see in this fashion show more for them than 100 percent of the model use or the technique that we're teaching to them so that's not my success that's a day success if they are good we are looking good and the fashion fashion show look good so all the applause is not for us but for them yeah so what kind of made raleigh a good location for a show now because raleigh doesn't have nothing so when I moved to Raleigh, Raleigh was in the middle of the nowhere, and Raleigh right now is growing. Um, my background is about fashion, about uh, good parties, but cocktail parties, fancy good time. Um, I said to myself and to my business partner, I think Raleigh is ready, and we proved today that it's ready. So because I believe nobody can say to me that we have a show like tonight, before here in Raleigh. This is a spectacular show, and I say it's not because it's my show. That was the model show. That is not our show. It's their show. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. Um, what do you think the future of fashion in Raleigh looks like? Well, the future is, I think, good. We open door. Now it's the pen. We are planning now to do this second one, but now it's the, it's the pen of the people. How the people accepting and support us because without a sponsor and without the support for the people that attending to the fashion show it's impossible we can have a lot of dreams but if, do, if you don't have somebody that give it the hands to you and make you make the dream come true that is impossible the support fashion in Raleigh it's time it, all the time when I talk with people, I say, oh, it's nothing here. Oh, we don't have nothing. I have to go to LA. I have to go to New York. Well, no anymore. Now we have a fashion show, cocktail. We have party. We have everything. We have beautiful models, models around the world. And we are here. Thank you for all the models. I, they are listening to me. I love them. <laughs> um, how did you choose Benny as the designer? And how did you put piece together the other components of the show? That is an easy question. It's only because the extravagance that Benny and the, cre the creation that he can make. He is an artist, 100%. And make clothes as recycling? Wow, that is a big thing. So how you can imagine that you make clothes with a 
trash bag or with something that the people just put in the trash. And then he made it. That, that is when I say, rally need to see art. And this is art. And that is the show that you see tonight. It was incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you for sitting down, for answering questions with, with me no, and no, Cutter. No. no, thank you, thank you. Thank you to come over. Thank you to be part of this show. Thank you to do my interview. Because without you, we cannot do anything. You spray the voice. Exactly. I'm so excited to talk about it more. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of the event. Have a good night and have a good night to everybody that has listened to us. We love you. Dia Malay is a singer from Queens who now calls Raleigh home that is working her way up through the local and national music scene. How does this experience kind of compare to like other performances? Well, one, I've, I've never performed at a fashion show before, so this is a, a complete first. And, you know, this to me is a unique experience because I just overall, like, I, I love fashion, as I said. I love beauty, so, and, and I love performing, and I love music, so this is just like the perfect little, this is the perfect, perfect type of event for me to perform at. That's amazing. I'm yeah. so glad, like, you're so, yeah, it's so, it's so you. It is me. Yeah. It's very so. <laughs> very so much me. Uh, can you kind of explain who Dia Malaya is, Malaya is to the listeners who may not have found you before? Yeah, so I, I mean, since I started making music, I've always loved, like, R&B music. I've always loved soul music and pop music. So I, I kind of have this genre, this concoction that I created with my music called Pop Soul. So I love pop sounds. I love music that just makes people feel good, stuff that you can play at you know, events just to get everybody excited, right? But also the soul part to invoke that emotion, to make people also feel something at the same time. So if I was to say what Dia Malay would be, it would be pop soul. Awesome. Um, how has kind of, it's been a big um, kind of bump in the road for a lot of people. How has COVID impacted your musical journey? Ooh. COVID has been kind of my worst enemy, honestly. Um, not to get too, you know, heavy, but earlier this year in March, I actually lost my dad to COVID. And then in July, I caught COVID myself. So that was just a whole crazy experience. It took a crazy toll on my body. It took a toll on my voice. You know, it took me a while to like build the vocal agility back up and everything like that. Um, due to the symptoms of the virus, but you know, that's been a lot. And then when we're gonna talk about the performance tip, I haven't been able to really perform in front of like, you know, a good amount of people like I did tonight because, you know, we're just now starting to get outdoors unlocked. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we're just now finally able to like leave home and it feels good to actually be able to touch stage again and, you know, do concerts that's not virtual. So this is a good experience. Yeah, what's kind of coming down the pipeline for you, project-wise, or more performances? Yeah, so actually I just released a, a feature track um, with someone. This is an artist by the name of Obenga. He's from New York, currently in um, Atlanta, I believe. And we just released a track called Shalala. Um, the track is everywhere you listen to your music. It's also We also shot a music video, and we put that out earlier this week as well. It's doing really well. People are reacting really well to it, so I'm excited about that. Um, new music from me as well, myself as, as DMLA, just me and my, my solo stuff. Music coming out for that as well. I'm also in the midst of just building more catalog, just creating the music, just so you know I can eventually have that project that I put out as the project that I had put out um, three years ago, Echo Street, 
I kind of want to put something like that together again just to, you know, give my supporters, give the people who have been following me and my new supporters something to listen to and kind of get an idea of who I am today. So huh. new music is in the pipeline and, nice, and, nice. and bigger surprise opportunities that I may not be able <laughs> to speak of on the air right now, but <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Um, how did you come to work with Jorge? Believe it or not, <laughs> that's, it's, it's, a, it's a funny um, story. So I actually used to work at Ulta Beauty. I was a beauty advisor there, and uh, my manager, Chelsea, actually, once I, I left, because I was only a seasonal worker, once I left, they actually told me like that they were you know, collaborating with someone who was putting on a fashion show, and they thought of me because she loved my music from when I used to work there with her. So she recommended me to be the entertainment of tonight, and a couple months later, here I am having this interview with you guys, and I was the entertainment of the night. So that's how that happened. Awesome. Um, you're originally from Queens, right? Queens, New York. Born how and raised. How did you get to Raleigh? So I came down here for family, really, um, just to like have a whole new change of scenery, just because I felt like a lot was going in New York. The pandemic had just hit, and I didn't want to be around that many people. I mean, obviously, it's still caught up to me, <laughs> unfortunately, but I was trying <laughs> to escape, you know, just being in the, the pits of the fire, because New York had a really, really bad outbreak. So I just wanted to escape that. Plus my mom had already already lived down here. My sister lives down here now. I have some niece and nephews down here. So, you know, I just really came for family. Just I, I just like to be around my family, be around things that just help me stay afloat. And family's that thing for me, and music is that thing. So it allowed me to be able to just recenter and focus all at the same time. Awesome. The artist is DMLA, and you're listening to WKNC. Thank you.